0: Between cuts with Stephen and Pierce.
1: So welcome to episode nine of Between Cuts. Uh, My name is Pierce Keegan. I'm joined with the beautiful Stephen Daly. Can you believe we've got nine weeks out of this? We've we've stretched it. it, Yeah, 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 it's brilliant. (laughs) And joining us tonight is. I am gonna put it out there. My old acting coach, who was uh, who was coached so many people, uh, you know, who have made it. Um, Kathleen Warner Yates. Kathleen, how are you doing?
0: Hey, great to be here. have you Yeah, it's been two thousand
1: and eight. I just thought, <laughs> fucking hell, that's a whole long time. It's a different lifetime ago. Mm-hmm. You have been around doing this for so long. You have so much expertise. You're one thing that hasn't changed in which I can say 13 years now is you're still as humble oh, in the okay, few minutes thanks. that we spoke now than when we were, um, all those years ago, what have you been doing all this time?
0: Oh, thanks for saying that I'm humble. <laughs> now I have to talk about myself now.
1: That's the whole idea.
0: <laughs> um, well, this business will keep you humble. I'll say yeah. that cause it's, it, it knocks you down and you have to keep learning and rethinking things and keep discovering things. And, um, So, yeah. So when way, way back in the Middle Ages there, when you were at my school, (laughs) I was on Lower Abbey Street and um, I was part of a collaborative of teachers, the um, Abbey School of Music and Drama. So Mm. and I was the drama teacher, you know, but I was running all over the place, you know, teaching two hours here and three hours there. And then slowly the Abbey School drama started to grow and grow and grow. And i just built more classes and eventually i had to hire more teachers and then um i became known as the abbey school of drama which i wasn't crazy about because i had to ke- keep saying i have nothing to do with yeah, the abbey yeah, national yeah. theater you know <laughs> it's everywhere in the writing and i um and then uh, and i was raising children as well i had five children mm-hmm. so um so that took a lot of time <laughs> um how and, you
1: juggled is beyond me
0: mm, i did try to build it well luckily my husband i i was married so i did have a partner I am married. sorry, it's not past tense. <laughs> it's <laughs> bad news for him. Yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. anyway. Yeah. He's listening um, to the podcast we, we going, can, hang on, yeah, what?
1: We, we can edit that <laughs> yeah, 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 for Yeah, for sure, okay. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so I have a husband who was a great partner, and um, we raised five kids, so um, it was really hard. But initially, I scheduled my work schedule around the children's schedule, mm. and my husband had the, the day jobs. Yeah, with, yeah, um, yeah. And, um, so after about 12 years of teaching, I actually was missing my own craft as well. And also, like, as a creative person, you kind of have to create something or you you get unwell. You yeah, know, oh, yeah, totally, yeah. 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 And I think everybody should be creative, but that's, you yeah, know, no, I agree. Um, in some form or another. It doesn't mm. matter what form it takes. It could be cutting hair. It could be... Gardening, it could be... I still want to act,
1: though, so with, you know, okay, I'm okay for cutting hair for Act, yeah. act of the um, maggot, that's all I'll 100. be back. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so eventually the, um, the, the teachers that I were renting from, the music teachers, lost their lease with the landlord. The landlord went to upscale and kicked them out. And I had been renting a building in the Ireland Institute on Pierce Street for... Um, many years as the school expanded as right, a second yeah, space yeah. and they also have a little black box theater in the back right. 60 seat theater so it was the sign from the universe to say move it yeah and, um, so flying turtle productions became my new entity and i also do corporate training on the voice and presentation skills i do consultation for directing actors for film I guests teach at dit um and i, I write and i direct and. I teach a lot of the courses, some of the courses, I had to stop teaching so many courses because a lot of other things were happening in my life outside the school. So um, as I started to return to my own work as an actor and a director Mm. and writer, um, things started to land my way, you know. And um, so most recently I kind of was on a good roll there. (laughs) And, you know, you could have like three years of working and like scraping together a living um, because the theater does not pay enough to live on an irregular salary for yeah. growing up, so um, so I just had a week there where I was on TV because I was a, a guest uh, acting coach on the John Connor's Acting Academy cool. um, on RTE yeah. Two, which was great fun, and the same week I was opening in the feature films in a, in a feature film called The Letters about the cervical cancer scandal directed mm-hmm. by Robbie Walsh. Um, and then I was in the theater performing at the Smock Alley main stage in a production called, um, Dublin in a Rainstorm by Lip Sync Theater Company, directed by Zarini Mailer. So it was a good week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And now I'm back into the regular. (laughs) That week's done. (laughs) That week's finished now. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, it, it, it just, I remember seeing, um, the, the movie, the, the poster and I was like, oh, well, it's about time somebody... Did something about this, mm-hmm. you know, or said something, or even got down to the nitty gritty, and I'd sort of had really understood more more of it. I, I, I'll be honest, I sort of jumped on the bandwagon of the the anger and the outrage mm-hmm. that yeah. is still going on. Uh, it, it, and then this, then when I'd seen your name mentioned, it was like, oh, hang on, it piqued <laughs> my interest even more because of the 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 connection there. Mm-hmm. Um and i'd say like that must have been tough. The,
0: the, the doing the film doing the film the letters like, yeah. yeah. Well um you you hopefully you try to do work that has some kind of meaning that's the ideal world. And the meaning could be entertainment which is meaningful as well. Hmm. Um but this particular film of course is connected to real life stories and real people even though the characters are completely fictional. Um they are no no they're not the copy of any single person but there are three very distinctive female characters. Um, four, if you can include, include uh, Anne Russell, who's playing my mother, and my, my particular character. But three women who receive the letter that says, basically, this was missed, a mistake was made, um, and therefore you have terminal cervical cancer Jeez. and limited time to live. So we, uh, myself, Mary Murray, and Sarah Carroll play the three women who receive mm. the letter, and Anne Russell plays my mother. So my particular character... They're all very distinctive characters. They have different socioeconomic backgrounds. They are single or married. With Ma- Mary's character is married with children. Sarah's character is single and she's got Asperger's, so she's quite um, used to being alone, um, high-functioning. And my character uh, is, as you can tell by my accent, I am from the United States, so Robbie Walsh wrote the character that would have lived in the United States for most of her life um, because my mother was in the mother and baby's home, I was a child who was adopted by an American family and then came to Ireland to find my mother. Uh, And so I find my mother. However, at this point, uh, she has Alzheimer's. Um, And then so I find out I have terminal cancer and she's uh, got Alzheimer's. And it's very, uh, it's shot in black and white. It's kind of fly on the wall kind of feeling, very intimate, Mm. very, um, I think, gritty, realistic, uh, Mm. um, has some lighter moments within it, um, but... Generally, we had a we had a duty of care to really try to tell the story as truthfully as we could for the sake of all the women that have, went through it and are going through it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those that needs to be handled with care. It's mm-hmm. it's not an easy story to tell. Did you spend some time with some of those women to kind of get, you know, kind of inside it? Or how did you kind of prepare for that role? Mm-hmm. That's that's a tough one to undertake.
0: Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I didn't spend... I, I had phone calls with women sure. who went through it. Um and Robbie had a lot of discussions with various women who had been through it. And I did a lot of research online about the particular symptoms, about um, what other... Just read a lot about women's stories as well. Um, and then, like I said, these particular characters were fictionalized, but they were the work was devised. So Robbie would say, what do you think about this? And then I would say, well, here's what I know... So, for example, my father did have Alzheimer's, so I could say to him, here's mm. what happens when yeah, somebody yeah. has Alzheimer's. It happened. was going to be a collaborative possible effort. Possible yeah. scenarios yeah. That, that will be encountered. <clears throat> um, here are the physical... My sister died of um, not the same cancer, but a different kind of cancer. So, and, and I think most people know somebody who has or did have cancer. And um, so we'd all be quite close to it, closer than we'd like to say. Mm. Um, so you just try to... Tell it truthfully and precisely.
2: Of course. It's definitely not an easy subject to talk about mm. though, so fair play for the treatment of, of doing it. It's it's Thanks. a it's a hard one. Um we kind of jump around all over the place. So mm-hmm. so to, to kinda lighten it up a little bit, can you can you talk to us a little bit about how you found your way towards acting? How did that become a thing <laughs> for you?
0: Sure. Well um <coughs> Well, I was the eldest Excuse of five me. and um and Every Saturday, my haven was to watch Shirley Temple on TV. Oh, very that tells good. you how old yeah, I am. Old school, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, that was—I I just would starry-eyed. I'm, I want to be Shirley Temple. Now we lived in a busy household, and we didn't have a whole lot of cash to throw around. So there were no acting classes or right. dancing classes yeah, yeah. or anything mm. of that for me. Um, but in the American system, there's really good musicals. In the high schools. Sure, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. They are. I, I auditioned yeah. for the high school musicals, and then I got into it that way. And then I still was afraid to say, even though I had a lot of experience by the time I went to college, I was afraid to say I wanted to be an actor. I thought it sounded mm. egotistical. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And my boyfriend didn't like theater. So <laughs> uh, at the time, I was a, a bit submissive, yeah, and I sort yeah, of yeah. said, okay, so I'll be an art teacher and I'll teach art and then in the summer times I could do summer stock theatre so Can the I just theater. say
2: I love you're so humble in it that every time you say I'm an actor you do the air quotes thing with your fingers <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's very funny just a little yeah. work you obviously have where you're just like you know it's not a big I'm an actor Yeah it's just it's really funny I'm really sorry for throwing you off your train of thought there I just noticed it and it's a really interesting quirk. Yeah but yeah, it yeah, is yeah. it is humble but I think it's, Yeah exactly it's, a, it's a, a testament to kind of how yeah. humble you are about it because you're doing these <laughs> big important you know it's like I see things and you're an actor <laughs> but you've
1: helped so many people yeah, yeah, yeah. get there as well oh thanks Pierce. sorry for teasing you <laughs> no, yeah. he's, no, you're he's an asshole like that yeah, yeah. terrible, you know? terrible. Yeah, yeah. but you you've helped so many people um accomplish the dream as well thanks and like you were saying when you went on to the set of the letters mm-hmm. some of your previous students who have moved mm-hmm. on into the industry and are doing well, mm-hmm. we're on set. Like, yeah. How was that for you when you'd seen that? Were you sort of feeling like, hang on, I, I let you go four years ago. <laughs> that class is finished.
0: It became like a running joke. <laughs> yeah. They probably looked to you
1: for guidance well, instead it, of Robbie.
0: Originally the filmmaker, Robbie Walsh, mm-hmm. was a former student of mine.
1: Oh wow, well, um, right, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: So he, and we he kept in touch, when he would have a film coming out and he's had three features out before, Eden and Split and a bunch of shorts. So he would invite me to the premiere and I'd give him, you know, sort of say, oh, yeah, this is working really great and this is, you know, mm. give my humble opinion. Um, and then, so we were always in touch and just, he said, I'm making this film and there's a part I'd like you to do in it and, um, and we can figure out the American thing. So he was writing it and directing it. So we had that luxury to sort of make mm. it flexible. And so I got to work with him with him directing me instead of me directing yeah, him, yeah, which was great. Yeah. And then he said, John Connors is going to be in it. And John Connors is a former student of mine. And, um, and then, uh, there's a, then it snowballed from there, you know, uh, and at the premiere, uh, Lynn Rafferty had come in and Lynn Rafferty was a former student of mine. And she said, it just, we just kept cracking up and there's a former student. And there's another one. And there's, another one.
1: <laughs> and there's a former shooting. Yeah. Sitting and here, there's so. So, there you go. Yeah. But, hey we, we'll get there we'll yeah, get yeah. there i'm still <laughs> determined <laughs> i think i said louise Riley a few weeks ago i want to be in politics uh, yeah I, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah a bit fucked up you like told that. john i want, asked to you want to be an actor yeah. as well yeah so yeah. you're just going to take on whoever's in with us like it's this. part sure. of my yeah, multiple yeah. personality yeah. syndrome yeah. well they say with actors
0: you can be a jack of all trades and yeah. a master of none yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, yeah well that
1: is definitely true with me <laughs> definitely true i've even gone to the stage of tattooing myself for god's sake so yeah just to give it a go
0: yeah, uh, really?
1: Not. What did you tattoo? I did. So Molly, my four-year-old, which our four-year-old, sorry, Miss um, Helen, like Helen brings her to gymnastics. She brings her to dancing. Molly is very creative, like ridiculously creative. And she's fascinated with unicorns. So she asked mm. me to get a unicorn tattoo. So I tattooed a unicorn onto my leg. Um, but it was a bit different. It's It's flipping the board. Mm. So it's almost like a bit, you know. So it's I says if we're going to put a unicorn on me yeah. It has to be doing something a to bit be it different It can't be too Esk. girly It can't be yeah, too yeah. girly So <laughs> Molly is uh, Molly was delighted when she'd seen the unicorn So it's, it's, it's been pride guy. in place on my leg You are a talented you know. guy to be fair though Try There's my best, plan. Plan. No. No. Try my yeah, best. Yeah, I mean that I'll That's have brilliant. to book back in for another class An, an acting
2: class Yeah it'd be We
1: should go in It'd be brilliant We'll do a podcast with all of them <laughs> is,
2: there, um, is there a role that you would love to play? Is there something you've always thought I would love to do, X, Y, Z, whatever it might be? I mean, Thanks. I always fancy myself as a James Bond, but like, you know, it's oh, never yes, yet, why but, not? But uh, is there something that you've had in your head that you'd love to aspire to play one day?
0: There is one role, and it's in a musical theatre. It's sure. Mrs. Lovett and Sweeney Todd. Oh, yes, yeah. Um, yeah. The crazy woman who makes the meat
1: pies. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen. Sweeney have you thought. not? No, no, I've That's never seen, I've seen now that. You
2: haven't. We have this thing every week where uh, it it keeps coming back to the Matrix. It's going kind to of become like a running joke mm. in the podcast. Because <laughs> I've never seen it. I've never seen a lot of films, to be honest. But um, Pierce has a particular pet peeve about the Matrix, and he gets really mad about it every single week. So I'm glad. I get I get mad that people haven't seen
1: yeah, it. I'm, I'm glad there's one I've seen. That You've you seen talked to it. me yeah.
0: about it. Of course, I've seen it.
1: Okay, so you, I went
0: to see it three times when it first came out.
1: It, it blew your mind. <laughs>
0: I said, I was like, how are they doing this? Yeah. The 360 camera rotation. And and I said, this is a whole new kind of filmmaking. It was completely different. Mm.
1: And the story, what way did you take the story up then? Because it absolutely threw me sideways to be what we would now call an avatar.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. that you
1: could be somebody else in this fantasy world that essentially as john was saying last week is is the metaverse that's the way he feels yeah you it's know the, facebook it's is the going.
0: beginning of the virtual world and how it's going to impact us because it was still news at the time it's still sort yeah. of like oh yeah
1: hmm. i'm just nodding politely
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it is
1: true like you know it, 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 we like fast so i think the movie's what 20 years old now is it 20 yeah. yeah so M- you fast, more than that probably. more than probably yeah, 25 I saw in new
0: york and that would have been or before 98. Then. Yeah,
1: and now you fast forward all these years and it is a, becoming a reality where people are escaping into this avatarism mm. and just being someone completely different. Um And then obviously the new one's coming out and I think it was Lana Wachowski was saying that Hollywood wasn't ready at the time for the message that they wanted, which was around transgenderism. And uh, they, they, they're just trying to get that message out there. It was a case of no... Don't even pitch it. You won't get the movie out there.
0: Mm.
1: So they hid all these Easter eggs in it. And here we are all these years later. And I get to talk about it again. Every single week. I yeah. told you, I will get Keanu Reeves on this. Um, <laughs> uh, because I, it just, it, it still bends my head a bit. Mm. And when you look back and I have watched bits of it and I'm sort of going, now when they almost put take the blinkers off, because society back then was very tunnel visioned, and you you didn't realise you were taught and looked a certain way. And now everyone is more open and liberal. You start going, holy shit! How did I not see that? How before? did I not see it at the time? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've watched it since, have you?
0: Uh, no, no, I've seen little bits of it mm. here mm. and there, but I haven't watched the whole thing. I'd be curious. Not yeah. to watch it, it is. I'm going to have
1: a,
2: a movie night here in the Twisted <laughs> okay. Clipper where we all just get all, all of our
1: previous <laughs> guests on. <laughs> because <up laughs> he's talked about it every single week, it. so I think we have I to do, it. I like, do, and I didn't want it to become a running thing, but I'm like, it's important <laughs> to me. Is that the character you would be, Pierce,
2: if you were going to act? Is that the character you would be? Is that the role you would love to play? Which role? The bloke in the Matrix. Oh, I'd be
1: a famous actor avatar, yeah. Yeah, but I
2: mean, if I said to you here, Pierce, look, I've a magic wand now, you can be an actor. And you can play an iconic role from cinema. Is that the one you'd want, Neo? Is that his name from, from The Matrix? Would you want to be that guy or who would I you want to be? I don't know, actually.
1: I yeah. don't know. I feel we're interviewing me now. Fuck well, off. I, <laughs> I,
2: I admitted to, to wanting to be Bond. You know, I just thought mm. it was good for you to share as well. I you know? don't know. Um, yeah.
1: So do you have oh, any... The, yeah. What were because you saying?
0: Was it Samuel Jack? Who's in it? That's, it's Lawrence Fishburne. The, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. yeah. Look, that's a pretty good role too.
1: It is. And he, like, he's, he's had a varied... Uh, career as well he's in so many different movies do you have anything coming up soon in theater or do you have anything coming up movies or is there a project out there that you're thinking you'd like to be a part of that
0: oh um well i um i have a little short film that's coming out soon two short films coming out soon. Mm. one's called wishing and one's called devastate uh deforestation so i think they're for short films are going to be great um like many creative people, I'm applying for the Arts Council grants all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a theatre piece I have in development um, with uh, Anna Nugent and Mo O'Connell. Um, and that's going to be a theatre piece that incorporates a lot of um, body percussion and vocal sounds. Mm, and jumps cool. back in time between the United States in the 1930s and contemporary Ireland. Um, and I've gotten a little bit of funding to sort of do developmental work on that. Mm. Very cool. That would
1: be brilliant. That uh, that actually would be really, really good. And you're any, so you were saying earlier, you're back to essentially the day job now. Um, do you, have you any play, are you working on any plays or anything coming up to Christmas or?
0: Um, yes, there's a play in development that I'm doing with about face theater company with Anna Nugent and Paul Nugent called the devil's own. So they've gotten a little bit of funding. I'm an actor in that one. Mm. Um, and it's funny how when you have a lot of projects, they're in my brain, they're like in different compartments, Yeah, 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 so I kind of forget what I'm doing until I look at my (laughs) calendar and say, oh, that's right, that's coming up next week. (laughs) Now I have to be
1: a lunatic for four (laughs) days. (laughs) Do you find you get caught up in the role or are you able Mm -hmm. to leave it?
0: I think it's really important to be able to, uh, step away from it and understand physically what happens when you come into a character and how to step away from that as well, Mm -hmm. because Your body is like a vessel, and as an actor, you train it to try to... First of all, you release the extra tension that's in the way of everything. Um, And we carry, as humans, we carry way too much extra tension that doesn't belong there. Mm. You would see, like, you know, like the people that do yoga, people that do martial arts and things like that. You see how nimble they are, and ease is a big word in performing. Um, And it's a great way to live as well. Yeah, for sure. It allows you to really try to shed the things the extra gripping tension that doesn't belong there mm. and come back to like the body we had as a child, which is completely connected to the imagination and the voice yeah. and completely responsive. So as actors, we always try to peel away that tension and also expand the capacity for expression because, you know, that body we're born with, it can scream and cry and, you know, make yeah. ear piercing sounds starts to get confined. You know, we go to school and they say, sit at a chair and be quiet and raise your hand if you want to speak. And then there's a consequence for if you speak. It could be that, you know, you make somebody laugh or you get the wrong answer or you get the right answer. Either Mm. way, we start containing ourselves. And this containment sort of goes on day after day after day. So as actors, we have to crack open that container, Mm. get it psychophysically engaged um, yeah. strengthen the imagination, keep strength in the imagination so that the body can respond. So that's a kind of a long-winded answer. But the idea being that we study, we do a lot of work to prepare the character. So who is this person? What is their socioeconomic background? What was their childhood like? Um what is their behavior in the context of this script? What are they like? How, are they extroverted or introverted? Um, are they impulsive? Are they fear afraid of things and therefore don't speak up when they should? So you just get all these hints from the script about who they are, yeah. and then you have a physical key that helps you get into them. You know, imaginative and physical key combined. Yes. Um, yeah. But your body still will go through. Uh, physically go through whatever the character is going through in the fictional context, you know. So um, the body will be uh, more in tune to certain things because of the character that you're doing, you know, at the time. Um, But it's very important that when you're done, you're done. So that the body is released to be present, always to be present moment to moment, both in your creative work and most importantly in your life. Yes. To actually have a life, you know.
1: I remember um, just as you were talking, I remember we used to have to do almost these limbering warm-up exercises Mm -hmm. through vocal and our body. Yes. And I remember I used to be like so petrified when we were doing it. But after about 30 seconds, you could almost hear this communal the level in the room went up, the energy in the room mm-hmm. went up, and everyone was like, I don't give a fuck, this is great. <laughs> you know, and everyone was really ready yeah. for the class after that because yes. we used to always sort of sit outside near the um, uh, the stairs and you'd like a, a little kitchenette area mm-hmm. at the back. And we'd almost be going over lines. And I, re- I always remember with me, it would, it would be like, fuck, we have to do this warm-up exercise now. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Like, cause yeah, yeah, yeah. You're thinking everyone's looking at me. Mm. How to be constantly in that moment? It mm. like it's almost like a form of therapy when you think about it. To be able to break down those you know outside interferences that almost hardens our you know our aura. If, if yes. I know it sounds yes. a bit arty, but it almost like society sometimes can almost eggshell it, and we're inside that so we're going no, no, this isn't who I am. This is who I want to be. But I feel like I'm almost being molded that way. Do you? Have you ever had that with some um, people? Have been in your class, and then they have this breakthrough moment.
0: Um, every week, yeah, like because my job is to help people to release the extra tension that doesn't belong there, mm. and then we build the skills from there. Sure, um, but uh, if somebody isn't, if they're breathing shallow, which is the fearful breath, the yeah. locked breath, nothing's going to happen until we get the breath deep into the belly. Mm. And until we release the neck and shoulders and, and, and I'm a tense person myself yeah. by nature. Yeah, yeah. That's like, mm. you know, I always say I'm a gripper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I'm, a gripper. I,
1: I'm a coiled spring. I'm just ready to just go. So
0: I'm lucky that my work makes me release and relax. But, you know, when you're tense, you can't say, relax, relax, come mm. on, relax. Yeah, you yeah. have to do a physical focused key. To get the breath down, to release the head, neck, and shoulders, and then isolate one muscle group at a time. Connect onto a voiced sound because normally, in the beginning of a class, it could be for actors or non-actors or public speaking. It could be anything. When I say, "Okay, say so take a nice deep breath into your belly and do a nice voiced sigh," go, "Ah," mm. and everybody goes, ah. "That they was only me." Only yeah. air, uh. <laughs> <laughs> or they have. There's yeah. a big difference between just air coming out. Yeah. And vocal vibration. Ah. When we make the vocal vibration, we begin this interchange with the imagination. Ah, okay. And that voiced sound, that voiced exhale is the beginning. That's that's the building block for everything else.
1: Yeah. So do you listen then? Well, I, I vaguely remember you would almost... You'd be watching the room. You can see when people are hitting that level. Mm -hmm. Would you keep going to make until the room is at that level? Would that have a knock on effect with the room if you sort of came out early and went 70% are okay, 30% aren't?
0: Yeah, no, everybody has to be there. Yeah. So that's the beginning. You know, we do these warm ups and then we do, we go then into imaginative stuff, what I call psychophysical things where somebody, there's a, you know, I mean, I could go, I could talk about this for a This week, is what so, we want. Yeah, okay. well, it's really you know. interesting. Yeah, yeah. So like, first of all, we have to, we talk about what we're doing and why we're doing it, sure. you know, and, and I would say, and I stole from every previous acting teacher that I could get my hands on in a book or in a workshop or anything. So, mm. and I've synthesized it all into my own way of expressing it because we always have to say what we know to be true in our version of it. So I would say there's three aspects to the work. And this is taken from a guy named Michael Chekhov about, you know, almost Mm. 100 years ago. Um, But it's my version of it. So we have in our mind um, the memory and psychology of each individual performer. So everything that you bring to this role is going to be different from what somebody else will bring to this role. Mm. And that's your strength. That's what you know to be true in life. So the more you live, the more you you know more experience you have in life so your memory and psychology your analytical ability so you have to look at the character and say this character is not me this character is different from me they went to a different they lived in a different time or a different place or you know it's a it's a servant from the 1600s or what is it and then so you look at that the historical context you might look at the style of the particular playwright or screenwriter because they all write slightly different yeah. themes and different yes, ideas. Yeah. You can look at the shape of the script to say, okay, this we know that this part of the script is the climactic moment. It's the most exciting moment when all the all the people that are fighting each other come to yeah, against this is you the thing. You know, yeah, you'd yeah. know it in film you'd know it. Yeah, um, yeah. And so you, you can analyze it in that way. So we have memory and psychology, we have the analytical ability, we have of course the imagination. And imagination is like a muscle. So the more you use it, the more it gets developed. Um, And then we have the subconscious. And I always say the subconscious is a double-edged sword. It can pull the rug out from underneath Mm -hmm. it sometimes. But it can also be a source of something. You don't know where the idea is coming from, but it's truthful, it's right, it's creative, and it's coming from, you don't know where it's coming from. Um, So these are all part of the mind. That's the one aspect, the mind. Then we have this physical instrument, the body and voice, and the job is always to peel away the extra tension and expand the capacity for expression. And then you're going to connect that into the imagination because this is a psychophysical response, meaning that's going between the body and res- between the mind back mm. and forth. So you can do a movement. It makes you feel a certain way. That's why if people laugh out loud, it makes them laugh. Yeah. yeah it makes yeah. them feel like they're laughing. Yeah. So that's the simplest version of it, but um, so you can work from the body to the imagination, and you can work it the other way. You can say, "I'm reading this script, or I saw a painting that I think that character in the play is, is like that character mm. in the painting." I'm gonna get into the shape of their body yeah. and see if that yeah. makes sense and feels right. Yes, yeah, yeah. So we do all this preparation work to get the body and voice relaxed and release, and then the third aspect is the will or the concentration, and that's simply the ability to be present moment to moment for long periods of time. And bring your full life energy into that. So those three aspects are always what you're working on. Um, and there's a million other things to work on on top of that. But we do all this preparation so that when we're in the scene, in the film or in theatre, we're just responding. Mm-hmm. We've done, we, I say work, 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 play. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I remember we had to do, um, I think it was the end of the, one of the courses, we had to do a small little production. And... It was uh, it was just down by the side sort of Trinity College, a pier street somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little theater there, uh, is that that's where there? I am now. Yeah. That's yeah, where you are now. Place, yeah. 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 So I remember that and I remember I had to do a piece and I was so, I was like, how the fuck am I going to remember all of this script? And it, it's just remembering now that when you get into that person that you're becoming, it was actually, everything just came back. And and at that time, again, sort of bringing why I wanted to do this podcast is at that time in my life was a difficult time for various different reasons. Um, and you go in and out of good times and bad times, but that time it was, that class came along at exactly the right time because as a form of escapism for, it helped me deal with an awful lot that I was not understanding at mm. that time. Um, and again, stuff that you you know, is impressioned uh, uh, upon you when you're young and it's almost bottled up. It's like a powder keg and it's ready to go. And you're just trying to find a way for it to release. Mm -hmm. And I found that when I did those courses, they were the perfect release. And I remember John saying that last week that it didn't cure his depression, but at that moment in time, he didn't feel it. Because the energy you feel from the part that you're playing really overrides yeah, the underlining, sure. subconscious, yeah. emotional feeling yeah, yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't have both. You can only have one or the other. Do you, did you, do you find that like you found people that came to you and said, like, I wasn't in a good place. This has really, really helped me because I never got the chance to say that to you. Cause I wasn't at that place at that time, 14 mm-hmm. years ago, I am now. So your class came along at the right time for me and thank you. Do you ever find people come to you and go, this is really like this has really helped me
0: thanks Pierce for saying that yeah um, <laughs> I, I can tell uh, uh, yeah people do come back to me of course John Connors would have done it in his IFTA speech when he won mm. an IFTA for best sure. actor and he mentioned the Abbey School of Drama meaning my class um, and I remember very clearly when he came in um, and you don't know when somebody comes in that you never know what's going on in somebody else's life completely really but you can see that people have a desire um, and and You'd say, "Well, we're coming to play. We're coming together to play and to channel your energy into something that is collaborative and creative. And you're not going to be killed for it, or um, you're not going to lose your mortgage. You're your, not going you no right to be judged. Here. Yeah. No, mm. we've come to play, collaborate, and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think this, people should be living that way." Yeah, it's a great way to think about things, and I ha- I say this, but I have to remind myself every week, you know, because my tendency is to be like, okay, what the hell is going to happen yeah, next yeah. month? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a good week. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> next week. <laughs>
2: it it kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier, but creative people mm. need to be doing. These things, or else they actually physically can get on well from it. Like I t- totally get it. Yeah. Um. And I don't. Maybe I'm wrong, but would you say cause I I work in media? I'm a, a broadcaster, voiceover artist, whatever else. So mm. there's little bits of the performance in it too. But I find. In my real life, if you like, when I'm not being that media person, that broadcasting person, whatever you want to call it, I'm actually quite quiet, shy, timid, tense. Mm-hmm. Do you find you're like that too? Or do you find the majority of creative people are? And, and this kind of acting or these kind of skills allow you to kind of step out of that version of yourself and to kind of mm-hmm. release that tension like we talked about, I suppose.
0: Well, we all, in regular life, we have roles. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm the boss, I'm the employee, I'm the parent, And. Um, and in this is a more creative, more precise role that we're stepping into. And it's a very uh, joyful, highly creative experience. Yeah. I, I've never done anything that is so completely engaging because it's your imagination, your intellect, your body, you know, um, and your soul, really, like your spirit, whatever is with you. Um, so, yeah, I've lost track of your question there. It was about <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, introverts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I. I don't know what I am. And, and they used to say it's really clearly introvert, extrovert. It's not yeah, yeah. like that really. Yeah. And now they've refined those descriptions, I think. But I think um, I do get energy from other people, but I also need a lot of downtime.
2: Yeah, for sure. I yeah, need a lot kind of, of, of alone time.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm happy to go in the garden and putter about. Yeah, um, Do your own thing. Uh, so I, I'm a Gemini, so maybe I'm schizophrenic. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I need both. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, and I don't like, I, I love to create a character. I don't, um, I don't like social media. I have to do it of course, because of my yeah, business, it's a necessary but, evil. um, but I don't really, uh, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, no, for
2: sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. well, I, I just want from my personal experience, like growing up, I was the quietest kid in the class. Like my parents would go to parent teacher meetings and the teacher would be like, no, Steven's not in this class actually, because they, mm-hmm. I was so quiet Wow, that they just didn't even know I was there. Mm-hmm. So, and, Yet, I always had this thing in me where I wanted to broadcast, I wanted to perform, I wanted to be that person who was in front of the camera, in front of the microphone, whatever. And, like, my parents are absolutely flabbergasted and baffled that I, first of all, wanted to do it, and second of all, went and did it. Because I was just the absolute antithesis of all of those things. But I find it just gives me a kind of an out or a. Uh, it's good escapism. Yeah, it's good yeah. escapism, but it, it really, like, if I'm not doing it, I, I don't feel great. Do you know, yeah. it's, well, that's know what your, that is? That's yeah, your yeah.
0: true self, like, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. because. And I when I'm doing the corporate training stuff and things that say, like, we, uh, even though, even in in acting, it's a fictional context, but the thing is to allow things to come out of you. Um, that don't have an opportunity to come out. Yeah. So there must have been something in you that needed to come out, you know. And luckily, it connected onto you. But yeah, of course. And, and I, think we, I think
1: all creative people are. <laughs> yeah. Quite complicated. Yeah. Uh, paradox. Yeah. Absolutely. It wouldn't be easy for me, like do you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. just, yeah, but just it, that, this is why I love these type of talks. Yeah. Because society, you'd mentioned something earlier about going to school, sitting in the chair, put the hand up, not knowing if it's the right or the wrong answer, and. Society, unfortunately, and in, in, I'd say social media has a big bearing on almost hardening um, the soul of a person where they don't know who their true self is. And are they living true images of other people saying, I want, I want to be that person as opposed to not, never being able to understand who they truly are. And even as a form of therapy, like as somebody who's gone to therapy, you know, the release I got from the short time I did it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. To be somebody else in a non judgmental way because we actually live in a world of judgment. Mm. You know, you put a post up, you know, will someone like it? They Especially don't like it. Ireland. Why didn't you? There's so many things yeah. that weigh begrudgery. you down. We are yeah, like, yeah. We, we just oh, begrudge they want everybody. We tear
0: people down. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think that you're not going to get mental wellness on the in, on that social media. No no, <laughs> because, you know, no. no. But I think what you're saying there about the thing of actually uh, if you say I I need to do something that's going to help me be well. Yes. Mm. And that's an ongoing thing that you have to keep finding what is the thing that helps you be well. Yeah. And who are the people that are people that are well and 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 how whether it be therapy or 12 step or mm. um or creative outlets or meditation or support groups of whatever mm. You know, I think the thing to sort of say, "I I need help" is yeah. a really important thing to do. I know I need help every week, so <laughs> yeah.
1: I get I'm I'm totally rich I need help every fucking day. Yeah, like you, yeah, you'd yeah. come in the odd time. He, yeah, he'd look yeah. at me and he's like, Are "You all right?" I'm like I'm grand. Yeah. Are you having a good yeah. day? Yeah. Face? But <laughs> this is almost <laughs> yeah. like you know. <laughs> this was, is almost like the. Yeah. The, it's. I think life is a bit like an elastic band. If you pull it too quickly, it'll yeah. snap. But if you just constantly need at it, it can be quite expressionable if that makes sense, if that's even a word. Well, it was yeah. one of the reasons yeah. why we got together to do this, like, you know. Yeah, because we are chalk and cheese. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, we're <laughs> yeah. total polar opposites <laughs> to each yeah, other. For sure. We should do a play about a podcast. There you go, It'll yeah. be really like 12 go. angry men <laughs> <laughs> We could do it to three complicated people. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I, I try every day to try to be gentle. First yeah. of all, gentle with myself, because yeah. I'm... a p- you know, I can be a perfectionist, oh, gotcha. workaholic, you know. <clears throat> yeah. um, so I try to try to be gentle with myself and then, of course, try to be gentle with other people. Mm. But things happen like today. I was driving, I came to a, st- driving the car, I come to a stoplight and there's a car, there's a van there parked. And the light changes and the van's not moving, which happens all the time. All the time, yeah. You know, and, and normally if I'm, if I'm, just some, if I've, if I've spaced out at a light and somebody honks me, I'll just give them a nice little wave. Gotcha, yeah. sorry, yeah. I'm going yeah. out. Well, I gave this van a little honk, just a quick one. It wasn't a big laying on the horn thing. It was just like a beep, beep, you know, yeah. just to let him yeah. know, wake a up. A of encouragement. Yeah. So he started to move, but he was deliberately moving really slowly through the intersection. Asshole. Yeah. Absolute asshole. And when and we got across the street, there was the crosswalk across the street. Now he knows the light's changing, so he stops on the intersection side of the crosswalk, so I can't pass him. To continue, and I'm stuck in the middle of the of the intersection on a red light, and then the rage.
1: <laughs> oh my, on, on. <laughs> yeah. I was in good mood before I met you. Yeah. And I, was, I took pictures
0: of his license plate. I was like <laughs> crazy. You
1: know? So that whole mind body connection <laughs> yeah, was just definitely. completely Gone. broken at that stage. <laughs>
0: Gone, and I was oh like, okay, God. how long am i going to hang on to that thing? Here? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you'll
1: forget all about it. You yeah. know. And do you do um do you do you, does um, Flying Turtle Production have uh, acting classes for the younger generation? We do. We have we
0: discontinued for a little bit during COVID. Mm. Um, we had tried the Zoom classes and things like that with mixed results. I mean, some of them were amazing and thrived on Zoom, and other ones because they were burnt out from so much Zoom classes, they just like couldn't. T- but yeah. we returned to live classes in January. January fifteenth to the. For the younger people from mm. We have a 6 to 9 A 10 to 12 A 13 to 14 And a 15 to 17 group
1: yeah. I think poor Molly Will have to wait a little while Yeah just a little while yeah. just a <laughs> little while just you won't on, Jack on younger
2: people. No, Jack won't go at all, No, <laughs> no. Um, you, you have five kids. Is that what we said? Yes. Yeah. Are, are any of them leaning towards the kind of creative pursuits? Or are you <laughs> like, no, you're not. You're going to be a solicitor. You're going to be a doctor. You're going well, to be a rocket Well,
0: um, no, <laughs> I've, whatever makes them happy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Luckily, my husband is also um, in the creative industry. Okay, he, yeah. he has the, he has the slow, quote day job because he's Dublin City Arts Officer. Okay, um, you're right. Yeah. And I met him in New York doing a play. To, that's how I met him um but he uh, how i ended up in ireland was there was four children from the first wife um and she passed away from breast cancer mm. so when she passed away um i moved here to raise the children we both moved here we yes. say we're going to raise these children and then we got married and we had a son together so that he was the fifth one yeah. um and thank god they're all absolutely brilliant i've three grandchildren now um but creative industries some of them dabbled in some acting classes and some dabbled in singing. Um, but my Dara, our, um, the middle boy, uh, is a trad musician. That's okay, what he does. And right. he's, yeah, He did yeah. filmmaking at IIDT. And um, oh, so he does films about trad musicians and yeah. he is a trad musician. And um, the other ones have gotten regular, normal jobs teaching or working in a manager of a hair salon. Good, or good. um mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. My youngest son actually moved to the United States okay. uh, because he has dual citizenship to yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm going to see him tomorrow on the plane. Oh, That's right, because yeah. you're flying out tomorrow. Yeah. Now, when
1: are you what you you have classes as well tomorrow? You,
0: yeah, I have a class, but I have a substitute teacher, uh, Julie, okay. um, um, not Julie, uh, Lisa Walsh, who um, works for me for many years now. She's a working actor and director, and um, so she's going to cover the class.
1: And you will be out uh, there so. for it's coming on Thanksgiving, isn't it? Yeah, it's, Thanksgiving's on Thursday. On yeah, yeah, so you'll be out there. What part of the states did he move to?
0: He moved in with my sister in New Jersey, and lived. Did that through all the COVID thing, working, got his di- high school diploma. And long story short, he's now joined the Navy because he wants to get his college degree through the Navy. Cool. So yeah. he's not in the active military. that uh, He fixes planes. Wow. Well, really? Yeah, That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: It, what a story. Like. No, it's fantastic. Yeah, it really I, is, same
1: yeah. thing happened to me. That's, I, I lived in Texas uh, for almost two years in, in a little town called Humble just outside Houston. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved it. Wow. Like I, I still have friends there now and it, it's, it's, he's obviously going to make a massive success of himself and joining the Navy and fixing fighter planes and Jesus, that's that's fantastic. You must be yeah. so proud.
0: I'm, I'm really proud of him because he's figured out a way and um, so he's got a stable kind of income. Yeah, he's going to, yeah. he, he's using the, the engineering part of that. He works on the safety equipment on the planes. So, so he's using that um, sort of to support his college degree, but his t- college degree is going to be Either in finance or therapy. Very good. Okay. <laughs> so, so, good, so, good yeah. That's you know, yeah. a good option. You make
1: good yeah. money from therapy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. So it works out either way. And so you're, you're over there for Thanksgiving, you're back, and then obviously you're in Ireland for mm. Christmas. Yes. Do you have a big Christmas in your house, or is it oh, low we key? Oh, yes. No, no, no. Is the tree up here for the toy show?
0: N- no, the tree's not up. <laughs> because the toy show always comes when I'm in the United States for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, And we use a live tree. So I don't put the live tree up until like, I keep it up till just after New Year's. So I put yeah. it up a week or week and a half before Christmas. Yeah. Um, and then we have, uh, we get the Christmas pajamas for New Year- Christmas Eve. Oh, so everybody good. comes to the house. They all live in their own houses now, yeah, but yeah. they all come back and... And we have a bunch of snack food, and and they give we give the family presents to each other yeah, on yeah, Christmas yeah. Eve, yeah. and there then they go to their own houses for their own Christmases, um, yeah. and then we split the years one year they'll go to the in-laws and the next year they'll come to our house. So yeah. this year is going to be a small year. We'll probably only have like eight people for okay. dinner. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Last yeah. year it was like 20. So. Yeah. Well that
1: was good. Like I mean I think everyone went for it last year wasn't it? It was like yeah, fuck this sure. we're yeah. locked down tomorrow. Let's go for it. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's run amok and God I just hope we don't go into another lockdown now. It's, mm. it, it, it's looking that it's way kind of unfortunately. Road, it yeah. is. Yeah. It is. So your new classes start up in January, won't be able to sign Molly mm. up to them. And <laughs> <laughs> like we are we like sign she. you up though. What? The Pierce, I'm having up,
0: auditions yeah. now for, you wouldn't have to audition as a returning actor, but the actor training my six month part time actor training class is auditioning now for new people. So, is it?
1: Yeah. How many shot I can do it. I can definitely do. It. I'm ready yeah, now. I'm I, ready. I'm ready. It. Yeah. Right, so I have to say, I just want to bring it back to, if you don't mind, I just want to bring it back to the letters for a mm, moment. Yeah. And the reason being is that, you know, obviously as you're talking, you warm up and you become more, it's so, it's so back in the news right now. And yeah, I think with was Vicky feeling, Vicky feeling on yeah, was on yeah, the yeah. Late night Show um, the other night. Did you watch that?
0: I did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. It, it was just, I seen, I seen it online. It was, it's absolutely heartbreaking. Um, does that bring an awful lot of emotion back? Like, would, would did that bring up an awful lot of emotion with you, especially, mm-hmm. um, with family, and then obviously with your, you, you know, the, the breast cancer as well? Mm-hmm. Was that it? Must have been so tough. Like you said, you compartmentalize stuff. it's mm-hmm. Like, what have I got next week? But then, this this really is a very deep project that you've done. Mm-hmm. You paid played a massive part because of the role that you made and it's all, it's also touching on the mother and baby home situation yeah, as yeah. well. So there's two things that and in our society are not going away. Yeah. Like how does that make, does it really hit you when you're saying, fuck, this is not going anywhere. This isn't something that I've done. And I can say, yes, there it's parked. It's always going to come back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How do you deal with that?
0: With the, uh, my <laughs> personal feelings as the care, as the, about the information Yeah because you're saying
1: Like you, yeah. you, you're so experienced That you can put it To one yeah. side Yeah But then it's portraying Something that is actually Part of Irish society
0: Yeah Well I'm a crier
1: Yeah Like if I watch I can watch see you're a ad, bit Welling up I there know, at yeah. the if moment if I watch
0: an ad Or I remember anything <laughs> Yeah It comes right in Into me Um but I learned on, on early on in my career, and I remember being because uh, I went to college to study. Eventually, I studied acting. and went to a master's program to study acting and directing. And I remember in master's program, we were walking around. We're like, I'm so, I'm so contagious to everything. I'm everything's making me weep. I walk past somebody and I feel their feeling. We're like, how, how can I live like this? <laughs> right, the, you yeah, know? Yeah. And um, we said, well. You know, it doesn't do me good to hold on to any of that because that's just if you hold on to it, um, then you're—it's self-indulgent or it's about me feeling the feelings. Mm. Um, but if you say, "Ah, uh, my uh, my heart breaks and I think about somebody," and then it comes into me. I just have to breathe and physically let it go because it—it's um, not about me feeling it. It's really about uh, doing something, telling the story of you know, a, a fictional story about, but that's about, we're all human, you know, we've, every story created has something to do with how to live yeah. or how to die yeah. or how to treat people or not to treat people, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Yeah, it's just, I, I I can only, it's just, it's incredible um, that you even, that, that, they, that Robbie explored doing it and then all of you guys coming together to say, yes, we really have to make something. We have, have even raising more awareness around it, mm-hmm. you know, um, COVID came along for, you know, it, it's masked an awful lot of issues in our society. COVID. It, it's just my own opinion um that's not getting i don't want to be getting into trouble Mm -hmm. or getting all political but you know what way i am i'm Mm -hmm. thinking yeah yeah. you know shit this is stuff that's going on right now there's Mm -hmm. families suffering there's families that will suffer forever because of this you Mm -hmm. you look at the mother and baby home situation and covid really has been this sort of blanket to say okay it's a Mm -hmm. big rug let's keep it all under there for now and then this movie comes along at exactly the right time and people are like no we're not going to forget You know, this is, Mm. this is raw. And then obviously Vicky was on the late, late show. Yeah, Thanks for it. It's incredible. I I just love the bravery that it was done with and to push it out there. And I hope to God now when it's out of the cinema that more TV networks take it on and just push it into people's faces because when it's COVID, 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 you forget that there's actually life as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know, sure. even with your own classes going from Zoom calls to actually mm. the, the, the feed off the energy of each other in the room as opposed to behind the camera, mm-hmm. you know, on your little laptop where you almost want to interact and get that energy out there, but you can't. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's so many things it's affected.
0: Yeah. And um, I like what you were saying there, because Robbie, yeah. p- who created the film, um, we started it in 2000. Well, he started it years before that, but 2019 was when we shot it. So it was before wow. COVID.
1: So it, it, it was way before that he was it on was top of It before
0: COVID, yeah. Um, and that's how, but it's the independent film world, you know, mm. he didn't get funding to do that. That was his blood. And everybody who participated in it was doing it because they believed in, in what it was about. Mm. Um, so we got very skilled people because of the subject matter. And we say, this is important and it has to happen um, because, to get fun, it's really, really, really hard to get funding, um, and there, there's, and a lot of people are saying this. I'm not just, but there's certain people that tend to get funded a lot, and other people um, that have a hard time getting funded. And there could be a thousand reasons for that, um, but this was an unfunded film that Robbie did, along with the producers, um, the, the David Gillan and uh, Robbie Kane and a few others um, who just basically for years put their Uh, their physical labor some a lot of money because it costs money to make a film um for for a long 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 time to get that film and filming it is only you have pre-production before you start filming getting all ready locations actors script equipment talent and then you have production where you're filming you start filming it and you could they filmed it in chunks um the three female leads, we never saw each other because yeah. we had three completely separate plot lines. And they don't cross. Yeah. And um, they cross through the nurse, John Connors, who plays the, the nurse, because John plays a gangster a lot. And he said, I want to do it. He's like, I want to give him something different. He's, the, he's this really caring, really soft <laughs> He's nurse. that cuddly teddy bear. Yeah. Sorry, John. yeah he <laughs> um, and he's got the kind of loose link as well yeah. as the fact that they all get the letters. Yeah. Um, and then there's post production. So after you film, it was still a huge expense of editing, color yeah, grading, of course, sound yeah, mix. Um, so it's a huge investment to make that film happen. But yeah. everybody believed in it.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much. For I, sure. I, I, I just hope to God they really ram it down people's throats. Because We're
0: getting a lot of reviewers. We had big podcast guys interviewing us from the United States. Yeah. And like people just seem to. You
2: mean bigger than
0: us? Really. And it, the film is because <laughs> it's so. The way he shot it is so intimate. It's hard to even talk about it. For sure, yeah, you
1: know. definitely. Like we can yeah. see the
2: emotion in you as you're sitting uh-huh. here, like so. It's, yeah.
1: And I've seen you. I've seen snippets of you acting. You are very intense, yeah, it, but naturally flowing, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's because it, you did something with the BBC. There was that last Little year? Women. Yeah. Little yeah. Women. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah.
0: a couple of years ago with the, the the BBC version, not the uh, yeah. Meryl Streep version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was working with Angela Lansbury oh, and good, yeah. uh, Maya Hawke and Catherine Newton. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. Because yeah, I've seen. You in that, and I'm mm. like, I, I know her, I know her. <laughs> yeah, you know, Helen, shut up. Yeah, just, <laughs> shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it, it, like, that's what I'm saying. It, it's Ireland is such, like, we were saying a few minutes ago, we can be begrudging fuckers, yeah, of course, but we've such an amazing wealth of talent, yes, on this island, like, and it are storytellers essentially, you know, like we were even saying about these podcasts and even listening to other podcasts. People look. We're, we're such nosy fuckers. We people want just want to listen well. to other yeah. people chat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know when John was saying last week, he was like, "Irish people are the per, per capita the biggest listeners to podcasts, podcasts. on the yeah, planet." Yeah, for sure. Oh, I was wow. like, "We yeah. are really one nation of nosy fuckers." Yeah, we mm. just like to listen on people's conversations.
2: The
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually still do that. Like, do I, really? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm such an asshole <laughs> like that. We our homes. You've seen the homes. You actually. Yes. So yeah. I oh, very yeah. th- sorry. Yeah, go on. see so this evening. Okay. So yeah. this Fashion. evening yeah, I'm yeah. sitting Confession. here, I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, <clears throat> Kathleen's on her way. And i get like, Grandin. Yeah, and I seen the message and she says, I'm here. So I go outside and I'm like, I can't see you. Are you in the Mercedes outside? Yeah. And she's yeah, like, yeah. no, I'm no, not in that I'm car. <laughs> she says, I'm standing on the street and I'm like, I can't, I can't fucking see her. I've sent her somewhere <laughs> else. Where have I sent her to? And then you fired the air code back and you were outside my house. <laughs> 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 I sent her to my house. I'm like, oh fuck! I'm I'm literally, I'm 30 seconds away. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, So then, yeah. So uh, just and then (laughs) I was in such a hurry. I'm like,
0: oh. Oh, I better, I learned the new al- yeah. air code and I put the wrong letter in and <laughs> ended up going
1: <laughs> to, five
0: minutes in the other direction.
1: To, to a, up past Murray's and no stuff. Really? There was yeah. a pub, I know yeah, there was yeah. a pub there. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, well, there we go. We just put it down to the fact that creative people do make mistakes. <laughs> reaction, me make me <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just looking at me going, I can't believe, it. he's laughing and going, mm-hmm. you sent her to your home. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, I know. And I went back to the messages, I was like, oh, I actually sent her to my fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good It's, it's a lovely neighbour We love you though It yeah. is, it's nice But then, then that gets to the bit Where a bit like Billy Connolly Flying off and coming back That gets a bit where I'm a nosy neighbour Yeah, I'm really mm, nosy Like, yeah. I can't help I think it's a part of You always have to be Active in some way I can't sit still Mm-hmm. So if I'm sitting down in the sitting room And we've got the kids to bed And we've done our bits and pieces Or we go for a walk mm-hmm. I sit near the window Because our, our, if you look at the homes around here The mm-hmm. footpath is He's right, right outside, outside the window yes. yeah, yeah. 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 So I do be in know out of the blind Like this looking out see And I know people can there. see me yeah, But yeah. I think they can't yeah. well, you know?
0: I, I, I leave the windows I leave the, the blinds open I mean, I, okay. I, as long as I'm dressed. I leave them, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. But I leave them open on the street level yeah. because I always want to see what's going on in front of my yeah. house. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We got four cars burnt out, you know, like really? over the years. Wow, right. You know, yeah. it didn't happen so much anymore. But uh, for a while there, I live in Eastwell, and um, for a while there it was pretty rough. It's not mm. anymore. But um, So I was like, just keep the blinds open. Everybody yeah, knows, like, everybody yeah. can sort of see. Mm. It's just the people are seeing yes. things, Yeah. You I. Know?
1: D- yeah. I, I, we have sort of gone into ourselves, haven't we, where we mm. want to almost hide away from the world outside because we literally live on top of each other. You know, if if like, again, with social media, you, the, the privacy is not there because even though For you're sure. behind your closed doors and you're doing your own thing, you still know what your neighbors are doing yeah, with your definitely. friends and you go, mm. oh, I see you bought that yesterday. Asshole, I'm putting my lights up before you. you (laughs) We are again, an island of incredibly creative people, but begrudging fuckers at the same Mm. time. For sure. Do you Mm. find being an American in Ireland, as long as you are, that that is almost a conflict with you?
0: Yeah, I think that's a great point. It's such a different culture. Yeah. When I moved here, it was 1999 when I moved here. And um, I thought I was Irish because I'm Irish descendant sure like my grandfather fought um, in the flying column in Cork he was one mm, of the, right, okay. the he was one of yeah. the rebels wow. that he had to flee Ireland because he was wanted by the British so as it happens in America we say I say I am Irish yeah. Yeah. you know yeah, yeah. I am a people say I'm Italian I'm like yeah, yeah. so I moved here and like you're not Irish yeah. <laughs> you're American yeah. <laughs> yeah. and um uh, so it, it it's only after many years, and my husband my husband and my children would tell me things that you know, you know, like the stereotype now would be the Americans would be like really big smiles and like, um, have a nice day. in <laughs> your face, yeah, yeah, really in your face. and, um, and I did, and Irish people are a little bit more intuitive, uh, but is that, is that, again, it's a double-edged sword thing, you sort of say, okay, so the good thing about Americans is that they're going to go for it.
1: Yeah. And I'm going to yeah. give you a
0: business card, and it's going to say, I am the CEO of my company. Yeah. As opposed to, I work for this company I'm afraid I'm to actor. say yeah actor with, with the air quotes with the, the air, air quotes. quotes you know
1: so you if there's say, a bit of Irish you in you there take yeah. 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 it down a take it down
0: absolutely yeah yeah downplay yeah. it a little bit Take yeah. it down notch. so you
1: are more Irish than <laughs> people would give you yeah. credit for it's been for.
0: 20 you know over 20 yeah. years now yeah. so yeah, yeah it's it's I guess yeah. in a good sense yeah I hope did you have
1: air quotes in America you know no so you were very confident I am an actor that's I'm an actor, um, yeah. But
0: it's also that double-edged thing because I remember I was doing some drama work over in um one of the high secondary schools here mm. and it was a school completion program. So it was like teenagers were get having a hard time staying in the school system. So we had a drama class and um we were making a short little film that they were working collaboratively to make and you know, I helping facilitate that. And um and I remember saying, Look, here's here's what's happening, guys. And they were there's five is 16-year-old boys, men, you know. They kept, every time they start, they really wanted to do this, but every time it started, somebody started to actually shine a little bit, they'd slag the hell out of them and knock them down. Oh, gotcha. So, and I was like, okay, so here's what's happening. Here's these five daisies, and there's that the knock off the day, knock the head off the flower kind of thing. I said, here you are, you're all starting to, and one person's starting to bring a level up, instead of everybody coming up to that person, you're slicing them down. Um... They were like, oh, yeah, yeah. And we came to the final scene in the film. And uh, and this was a film that they wanted to make. There was a story they created together. It was coming together really, really well. And it was shot live with no big edit. And it was the final scene. And we were filming it. And it started to happen there in the film. I kept filming it, filming it, filming it. Slag it, cut it down, slag it, cut it down. Just cut them down, cut them down. And they were all doing it to each other. And then finally... They all pulled together. It was all on the video. Yeah. They all pulled together, and they had this beautiful, dramatic ending to this film that they had made together. And I played it back, and I said, "See it? There mm. it is, right there." Um, so it was a lucky day that I was able to get it in a way that they it made had meaning to them. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. And do you task your guys, uh, let's say in your advanced courses, that they do their own little production, or is it still something mm. that you go? You would pick something to challenge them and see. Like, do you, if you see people, I suppose what I'm saying is you've got like on the sheet, you've got Lynn Rafferty there
0: mm-hmm, Yeah.
1: and Lynn was in mm-hmm. my class. Did you see what Lynn then, cause she's blonde hair, doesn't she? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could yeah. you see something then that you'd look years later and go, yeah, I, I'd seen that?
0: Well, it's, it's funny that you're saying that because Lynn told me a story because she was at the letters opening recently she's a lovely, talented, passionate, really beautiful actress. And um, she said, do you remember you wrote me that letter? Because she was applying to schools in London. um, And she said, you wrote me a letter of recommendation. And um, she said, I I got into the school, and the school didn't like me. They didn't like my accent. They tore me down. And she said, my mom brought that letter out. And she said, this woman believes in you. This is the true you. This is the talented you. This is the one. And she said, it got her into, got back. And then, of course, she got in love, hate, and... Um, taken down and she's yeah. doing big, gigantic projects in Canada and the United States. And you know, she's in a big, strong career path now.
1: Mm. Um, so you, you you do, you see it in people then. You do, they twinkle. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's they a, do. I
0: steal that phrase that I think Colleen do her. Steal. How do you know a star They twinkle. But you know, somebody, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of people that don't twinkle that are working, you know? Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. And there's a lot of people that twinkle that. Are having a hard time to work mm. because it's a whole lifestyle. It's not just, you know, you can be a beautiful actor and really talented, um, but maybe so the lifestyle doesn't suit yeah, you. There's you know, so many
2: other things: right place, right time. Who, you yeah, know, cash flow. Like, like, yeah, for sure. It money, cash flow, time. Right place, right time yeah.
0: It's crazy business. You can have a lot of money one week and no money for a year, um, and that can wreck your head and not have enough money to like get your the things that are the actors tools get your hair done or your teeth done or whatever you know because it's just erratic so there's so many things you have to manage in any creative career if you're not Mm -hmm. salaried if you're self-employed or your creative career you have to manage your time your money your wellness your workaholism um your leisure joyful leisure time those are critical um and the acting business is particularly hard i think
2: just before we let you go, did you mention joyful leisure time? When you're not acting, when you're not doing mm. all of this, what do you like? Are you a music fan, are you a sports fan, are you a reader? You love being um, in the garden, we know.
0: I, I'll watch any sport, Okay, I used yeah, to, yeah. but I, I I don't follow them. i, okay, you know? yeah, I, I say, yeah. who are we rooting for now? Yeah, and yeah. I love to watch it. <laughs> um, I'm a big gardener. I do yeah. love gardening. I Great. have a tiny, teeny, tiny, tiny garden. So um, I have three... Uh, little teeny bonsai apple trees oh wow Right my, yeah my son came home from school I know we're wrapping it up but my son came home from school when he was about eight with an apple and he said let's plant these seeds and my parents were visiting at the time they were both alive they're both passed on since then so my mom dad and my son Tiernan planted these little trees and they grew and they grew and now I have three of them that lived and they make apples uh, every year and wow and, yeah. that's a
2: beautiful memory as
1: well like it's, it's just tree. yeah so from school like from bonsai yeah. apple trees
0: yeah. mm-hmm. business <laughs> it's oh, <hard>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a, it's a struggle but they they do eventually they flower and they got fruit yeah. now so yeah
1: you know, i had an apple tree at the back garden we had the storm last year and it had apples on it but you know the way it grows almost like a white um I call it I don't know what it is it, it helps no? yeah it, 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 that's where I got it there was loads of white on it and the guy was like this storm came it was so bad this storm last year there blew good leaves off trees mm-hmm. but the apple trees never recovered mm-hmm. you know it's still growing yeah but it yeah. Mm-hmm. doesn't produce that white that you see on the branches right, mm-hmm. okay. prior to it um, germinating or whatever it is mm-hmm. you know yeah. so I have an apple tree that does an apple very good mm-hmm. Yeah Maybe Maybe
0: in a year oh,
1: cuts the <laughs> I'm sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: So Stephen does these dad jokes While he's running Yeah And he hasn't I'm, done it For a couple of weeks So yeah. I came up with just a silly
2: idea For TikTok It's called running joke Where I tell a terrible dad joke So I'm going for a run every day like, like, But he hasn't gone you know, He hasn't I'm gone, gone for a run for a In a few yeah,
1: weeks yeah. So he subjects yeah. me yeah. to it Every so fucking just, like, week just
2: Pierce a pun Every now and then I
1: love really
0: bad jokes I think they're hilarious
1: Well that was particularly bad For sure For sure There we go There we go So we're coming Coming to the end of our ninth podcast. It's our last one in single digits. Can you believe it? Mm. It actually yeah. is a really, really good one. And yeah. you know what? I'm delighted. When I when I reached out to you and you said, yeah, I'd love to do it, because I know how busy you are. Yeah. Um, and when you said, yeah, I'd love to do it, I was genuinely over the moon. Yeah, you are I to really straight away. was. We I was on really to straight away. I says, yeah. Kathleen's going to come on. And um, I'm, I'm, it's brought back so many lovely memories meeting you again, because it's 13 years. Thanks. Um <laughs> you know and i know i was only in your class for a short while but it was a big part of my life i think that sort of gave me the courage to be more creative you know and i would love obviously with kids we can't you know be, be become, <laughs> yeah for uh, sure helen i'm done with the barbers yeah, yeah. coming an actor <laughs> yeah. You fucking I'll see you later trailer. You yeah will, get yeah, you. yeah yeah. sure you will trailer You're on living on, we'll be fucking living in a trailer <laughs> out you go but it was lovely to have you back and to see you again yeah. um, was really lovely and you know the success that you have the success you've had d- the nurturing of like this country's talent that you have been integral you've been a really Thanks. big part of it well you, you just have to look and you can see um, and even from chatting with John last week and how fondly he speaks of you and even the short time I spent how fondly I feel of the time which as well thank you so much for coming on
0: Thanks so much for having me. It's really great to see you and great to meet you. Again. Absolutely, <laughs> so, happy Thanksgiving. Us, we're they finished. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and have a safe flight. <laughs> happy holidays. You. Yeah, between Codes with Stephen and Pierce.